Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. I do think that this case does have a, a possibility to set a precedent going forward uh, on how cases that are similar to this should be handled. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Back in 2018, two men were arrested in connection with the 2004 double murder in Virginia Beach. A woman and her seven-year-old son who'd been found dead 14 years earlier. Detectives arrested 43-year-old Richard Stoner in Indiana on Saturday. Then on Monday, detectives arrested 46-year-old Christopher Schmidt in Florida. In June of 2004, 29-year-old Lois Schmidt and her son Jonathan Vertano were found shot to death in their burning home on Newcomb Road. Another man was also shot, but he survived. Stoner and Schmidt are now waiting to be extradited back to Virginia. That was the news three years ago. But there have been some major developments in this case, the most significant having to do with the abolishment of the death penalty in Virginia last year and how it might impact testimony in the case. I'm joined by Evan Watson, an investigative reporter at 13 News Now, WVEC. Evan, thanks for being here with us. Thanks so much for having me, Will. So let's go back to 2004 when these really horrific murders took place. Tell us about what happened back then. Yes, it was in a Virginia Beach neighborhood here. Uh, the case was a uh, mother, Lois Schmidt, and her seven-year-old son, Jonathan Vertrano. They were killed, as well as uh, uh, Lois Schmidt's brother was injured. The family dog was killed. The house was set on fire. And it was a cold case for 14 years until 2018 when police arrested uh, two individuals, Christopher Schmidt and Richard Stoner. What do we know about the investigation over those 14 years and what came to light all all that time later for them to get to Stoner and also Schmidt? My understanding was it was one of those cold cases where they didn't have enough evidence to pursue um, that Christopher Schmidt was definitely someone being the husband of Lois Schmidt that they looked into. But uh, coming to 2018, when investigators went and talked to Richard Stoner, the big catalyst in this case was that he testified that this was a murder for hire case um, when talking to investigators that Schmidt had hired him to kill his wife and um, to kill his wife due to a uh, custody battle. They were going through a divorce at the time, which was some of the information that came out in the guilty plea. So investigators went out to Indiana. Tell us about uh, Richard Stoner, what we know about him. Richard Stoner um, was connected through Schmidt. Uh, I believe he was uh, military at that time. Richard Stoner uh, said that um, he he was hired uh, to do this. And um, the details there um, were still kind of hidden behind investigative files. So we didn't know too much of that just based on what's come out in court. Um, But basically saying that this was something that he was directed to do which led to the arrest of both Schmidt and Stoner and their cases as they progressed. All right. So that was 2018. We have a, a murder for hire, according to investigators and eventually prosecutors, Christopher Schmidt hiring Richard Stoner to kill his wife back in 2004. Seven-year-old son also killed. Just, again, an awful, awful story. 
so then what happens? Uh, I, I know that Stoner then makes a confession, right? It may, and, and testifies, but this gets a, a bit complicated and things have changed. Yes. And here's where it gets absolutely fascinating. So the catalyst for this Schmidt's trial was going to come up first and then Stoner's to follow. Oh, oh, I should say Stoner had a guilty plea. So there was already an agreement there. So there was not a trial at the time, but the catalyst to this was Virginia under a democratic majority abolished the death penalty, which went into effect in July of last year, 2021. Uh, when that happened, the guilty plea that Stoner had given was based on the fact that he would avoid the death penalty. And so his defense attorneys brought it back up to the court and said, hey, if we have an agreement in place to avoid X outcome, the death penalty in this case, but that's no longer an option, then this plea is essentially null and void. And just a couple of um, just recently, uh, the judge ruled and agreed with that, saying that um, they had no recourse but to relieve Stoner of obligations based on contract law as in that plea agreement was essentially void. Um, and so what that did was set Stoner on a path for a jury trial, but also Schmidt's attorneys then used that as a catalyst, catalyst to say, is that valid? Is this plea or the testimony he gives valid? And what does that do for Schmidt's trial? And it entered a really interesting stage because the judge said that he couldn't rule if Stoner's testimony um, confessing to a potential murder for hire could be used in Schmidt's trial. And prosecutors then, within the week, chose to withdraw or null pros the charges against Schmidt, the husband of Lois Schmidt, who was killed, and her son, because they couldn't risk double jeopardy. They couldn't risk going into trial, the judge ruling during the trial whether or not that testimony could be used. Of course, that is the critical evidence against Christopher Schmidt in this case. So they withdrew charges and he walked away from this, and now Stoner is set for a jury trial. Okay, so w what do we know about a trial for Schmidt? Is anything planned, or do you think prosecutors will go after Schmidt again at some point? Prosecutors made this choice to withdraw the charges with the hope that they would get enough evidence in the future to bring charges back. I know in talking with prosecutors, they were extremely frustrated. When this happened, um, it was the First case of this kind in Virginia, seeing a, an abolishment of a death penalty lead to a person uh, accused in a murder for hire case walking. Uh, the irony of that is very palpable. But uh, they hope that they get enough evidence to bring it back. Perhaps that's due to what's coming with Stoner's trial. Maybe there's additional testimony that he gives. that They can then refile charges against Schmidt. But at the moment, there's no action there. So forgive me if I, I missed one element of this, but when Stoner goes back to trial, will that confession or testimony, his confession or testimony, be able to be used, or is that still up in the air? That is up in the air right now as well. The defense is arguing for Stoner that his testimony in 2018, for a variety of reasons, should not be admitted as evidence in his trial coming up later this year. Prosecutors, of course, are arguing the opposite, saying that it should be admitted saying that it was rightfully uh, received, um, that there were um, he elected to speak with police investigators at that time. And so it depends on what the judge, judge rules, whether that testimony should be at play or not. As tragic as this case is, I mean, from a legal perspective, it is pretty fascinating. I know Richard Stoner's attorney has maybe suggested there could be other cases like this. Are you aware of any? 
I am not. And I did some work on that, trying to call around to some other parts of Virginia because we're aware of what's going on in the Hampton Roads here, Hampton Roads area here, Virginia Beach, Norfolk and the such. And I tried to call around a couple other legal contacts I know, and they had not heard of anything like this where someone was allowed to withdraw a guilty plea because Virginia abolished the death penalty, creating this roller coaster, creating this cause and effect of, of charges that led to one man walking, another man with a jury trial, potentially evidence being thrown out or not. We'll see. It's it's really fascinating. And of course, like you mentioned, it's hard not to think about the family too. The father, um, and I believe mother of Lois Schmidt, uh, the woman killed in this 2004 murder. So nearly 20 years ago has been attending all of these updates, um, not speaking publicly, but just saying he's hoping for some kind of closure, hoping for some kind of, uh, um, justice. And it's, it's interesting to see where this is going and to see if, um, family members actually get that justice that they're looking for. So again, tell me what's next. Richard Stoner will face a jury trial. When does that happen? I believe that is scheduled for August of this year now. It was scheduled for June, but it was continued two months. So later on this year, he's facing a jury trial. And the evidence, whether the testimony he gave that was part of his previous guilty plea be admitted, that is up in the air. A judge still needs to decide on that. And when do you think we might hear on that? Is that just, we're waiting? Uh, it, it could be as soon in the next couple of months, uh, a month or two months out, I would think. Really unique situation. I, you know, you, you, I, I don't think I've heard one like this before where somebody has confessed and then death penalties removed and they are able to get that confession thrown out. Yeah, it was really interesting. And the, the prosecutors argued at the time when the guilty plea was able to be, when the judge allowed the guilty plea to be withdrawn, uh, that that testimony was crucial to Schmidt's case because Stoner since then had pleaded the fifth, had, had not testified and likely was not going to either in his trial or in Schmidt's trial, which was set for last fall. Uh, but that judge critically ruling that he wouldn't decide before Schmidt's trial whether Stoner's testimony would be admitted was what caused that null process in the first place. Because prosecutors had asked, hey, we'd like to know before we go to trial, before we go to trial, if that Stoner testimony will be that will be used. And the judge said, I'm going to have to decide during trial. And they just couldn't risk that when it comes to double jeopardy. Evan, I know I asked you about the investigation over the years. Have they said anything else about whether they might have enough evidence to put before a jury that they think they can get a conviction without his confession? They have not given that indication. And from sitting through these court hearings, I think that's really crucial. And it's why it was a cold case for 14 years. They didn't have enough evidence until 2018 when they got a confession of a potential murder for hire case like this. And that confession really hangs in the balance at this point. And is Richard Stoner still behind bars? Yes, Richard Stoner is. Christopher Schmidt is is out and uh, free. Evan Watson, 13 News Now. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll keep an eye on this case. Thanks, Will. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here five days a week, Monday through Friday. And be sure to check out our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles, available every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.